Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero to 100. I'm Zach DeSalvo, joined by my co-host, Eric Padilla. And we're back after a couple weeks off, Padilla. How you doing, man? It's been a, it's been a little sabbatical for Zero to 100. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been going, man. Sports have been just insane this, these last two weeks. So I'm ready to get things going and just, just talk shop. Yeah, we've got a lot of pent-up takes between, you know, the tournament going on. We got a lot of action at the NBA buyout market. Super teams are being formed. Godzilla and King Kong came out. We've got some big things to talk about coming up on this pod. Oh, yeah, and I'm ready to get it going. All right, let's do it. So obviously today is Easter, so I want to start off the show by saying happy Easter to all of our, all of our listeners. Happy Easter to you, Zach. Happy Easter to our ex-host who's probably sleeping right now, Kriseni. Sleeping and off a I big th- night for our boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think the saying goes, he is risen. But to the <laughs> listeners, I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Paul Pierce. <laughs> this man had the audacity of going on Instagram live and just showing the whole world that he was just hanging out with strippers, smoking joints, playing poker, I guess. And then he wakes up at 7.30, like halfway through the game yesterday during the Gonzaga game and just tweets out, oh no, it was the end of the game. He tweets out, what a shot. Yeah. (laughs) Like this man did not, like this man thinking that we just didn't see him just, just. Didn't he also tweet good morning? The, the day after <laughs> yeah. or something like that just like at like 11 in the morning he just tweets out good morning no, period no this no this man tweeted good morning at 7 30 p.m oh and then he tweeted like what a shot congrats to gonzaga a little bit later like we just didn't see this man just post a crazy ass night the night before yeah for those of you listening if you haven't seen this paul pierce thing just google like paul pierce poker night or Paul Pierce strippers. Like it was the guy went on IG live. So he didn't just like post a you know little 10 second clip. Like this guy was live. He was getting comments from other strippers and he was like, come on, Monica, get over here. You could be making some money right now. Like he's shouting out strippers. His buddies are throwing poker chips at the strippers. It was, it was, looked like a pretty wild time. The best part was that these NBA players were tweeting at him. Like they were go like NBA Twitter was going crazy. All the, all the young guys, especially were being like, man, what is this guy doing? Oh yeah. And then as he's, as he's sitting there recording himself, he also says that he's the head of ESPN. This man ain't going to be working with ESPN come tomorrow. <laughs> I was kind of wondering that too. Like I, I don't know how Rachel Nichols is going to look him in the eye on the jump every day after seeing what that guy was up to. Like, I, I mean, I think everyone probably kind of assumes that, you know, NBA players or just athletes in general sometimes, you know, kind of have those types of those types of nights and live that lifestyle. But man, to to show it to the world and and put yourself on IG live and he looked like he was fucked up too. Like he was not looking good. Oh yeah. He looked like he was faded. He was just he was just living life. And I mean, yeah, we're talking about him now, but shit, 
I gotta, I gotta congrats the man, dude, to go out. He's, I don't need, is he a Hall of Famer yet, or is he a future Hall of Famer? I don't know if he is yet. He will be though. I, he, yeah, yeah, he definitely will be. But like, shit, that looked cool. I would have definitely been there <laughs> if I could have. Like, that was awesome. It looked like but, it did look like a good time. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but the they, fact they probably had some it, big money on the table. Oh yeah, but the fact that it's like it's Paul Pierce out of everybody. Like, it's the man with the worst takes. It's the man who everybody completely shits on because he shit himself. Um, he's just he's the truth, man. He's just he's just something else. And my God, that was some great entertainment. I think that's one of the best things about when Paul Pierce does anything is anytime Paul Pierce is trending, there's always people that bring like, no matter what he does, it's whatever he's do, whatever he did that makes him trending. But then everyone's bringing up all the old things that he's done in the past. Like there was one that I saw the other day where they're like, Paul Pierce is trending. Shout out to the time that a fan threw his <laughs> headband back at him where he's, he's leaving the court and he tosses his headband at a, at a fan and they just chuck it back at him. Cause they don't want that shit. They're like, get the hell out of here, Paul Pierce. Oh my God. Or the one where, uh, who was it? I think he said he was better than D Wade. He said he was better than D Wade. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Rose just starts naming off all the accolades that D Wade has. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's had some just horrible takes on TV too. I know like heat Twitter especially is very anti Paul Pierce just because the Boston thing, but he's also yeah. like such a big heat hater anytime, yeah. you know, he, he was saying like, they're not going to make the playoffs this year and all this stuff. And, he yeah that guy has some awful awful takes yeah i'm like i'm really curious on how his easter is going because his wife is probably whooping his ass yeah because he's married isn't he yeah i mean that's what i was kind of curious about too i was like man what is this guy doing with just going live like there's no way the wife didn't see it i mean she's got to be so embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I just just the fact that he just tweeted out good morning at 7 30 p.m. was just the icing on the cake dude that just made it even better he definitely knew he what he had done and he was just he was trying to show it off I mean he's got kids too doesn't he oh yeah he I mean imagine the wife just I imagine her just like at home putting the kids to bed you know she thinks Paul's just hanging out with his buddies and then flips on IG and sees him going live with a bunch of strippers she was probably like what the hell yeah, and you already know his kids get bullied because of him. Yeah, like if there's you're Paul no Pierce's way kids, you're getting yeah. bullied. Yeah, they they could be the nicest kids in the world. Doesn't matter. Your dad's Paul Pierce. Someone's gonna say something to you. I don't condemn bullying, but Paul Pierce. <laughs> but if you your dad shit your himself on on <laughs> national television, it's, it's probably gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, <clears throat> to keep, maybe to keep on the basketball train here. Um, I think when you guys are listening to this, it'll be Monday morning. So we just watched, we're recording this on Sunday. And I feel like last night, the UCLA Gonzaga game was probably one of the best March Madness games we've seen in a long time. I mean, it was a really good back and forth game. A lot like, you know, the the skill on the court was really good. And then you just kind of finish it off with that buzzer beater. I was, what did you think about the game, Padilla? It yeah, I like I kind of agree. Like it literally felt like it was a championship game. Yeah. Like just that I mean, not so much the atmosphere because they still I don't think they have fans or really any fans in the in the stadium, but 
just the way that the they played the just the overtime the high scoring like really the no defense towards the end of the game it just yeah it just really felt like a championship game it was just so much back and forth at some point it just felt like ucla was just gonna go go ahead and run away with it gonzaga would pull in and then vice versa gonzaga would kind of run away with it and UCLA would come back like we were talking and I kind of I texted the group saying okay it's over because Gonzaga had like a five point then lead a five point with, lead yeah with like a minute 30 left and UCLA like came back came back and tied it up and then of course the shot heard around the world from yesterday just Jalen Suggs just sinks that three-pointer and just yeah basically ends UCLA's magical run I think the end of that game was also really refreshing for the tournament just because i feel like this happens every year we're so used to the end of these college basketball games where they just can't like they cannot close out a game to save their life and i know like they're just kids they're young guys they're not pros but like sometimes the execution at the end of games in college basketball is painful i mean it's like turnover turnover i mean like the ucla uh michigan game Michigan missed their last like seven shots and they just they couldn't get a shot up even when they like had a chance it was like it's 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 kind of nice to see a game like that where you actually get to see the ball going in the hoop and not just a bunch of messy turnovers oh yeah for sure like um the UCLA possession before they went to overtime like I think his last name is Juzang yeah um I'm, he had a hell of a game. He's going to be really good in the future. Um, but that last possession, he was like holding on to the ball for so long. Like he hadn't even crossed half court yet. And he was getting close to that, like eight second rule or whatever. Right. And then he, obviously he gets the charge called on him. It was just like, it was just a really lazy possession. Like nothing was, was executed. And I mean, I get, I understand that he was probably the one that was going to have the ball in his hands at the very end, but like, he did nothing out of that possession. I think that's kind of what hurt him, but man, dude. Yeah. That game is, it's been the best game so far out of the tournament. This tournament has been kind of a, I, for me, I feel like it's kind of a snooze fest. Like we were talking yesterday. Yeah. That's like what the first buzzer beater of the, of the first the one. Yeah. Yeah. So like some of these games are either coming down to the end of the wire. And like you said, just they're not able to close out games. So some of these teams just win, by by a few points and stuff but nothing super crazy like the last tournament where we had half court shots and get in buzzer beaters and all these kinds of things but i mean this that yesterday's game literally got me excited for the championship like i've just kind of been just kind of watching the games throughout the tournament nothing's really been catching my eye but yesterday's game was definitely an eye opener Dude, yeah, I, I do hope the championship game on uh, on Monday night is is at least close to as exciting. I mean, I think Baylor and it's it's kind of crazy. Well, I guess it's not crazy, but the, these are like the two teams that all season everyone has thought would be there in the end, and and sure enough, we get it. So I think from that standpoint, it's I think that's the matchup that everyone wanted to see. So I'm glad that we didn't have some you know like Cinderella go all the way. I'm kind of I don't. There's a lot of hate from the the Coog fans on the Zags. I, where do you fall on that? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that are just, they're more rooting for the Zags to lose than they are like to back the pack. Shit. I may be the one leading that to <laughs> haters group. I don't like Gonzaga. Like, yeah. I could care less if they're from Washington or whatever. Uh, 
I don't, I don't back the, like whenever you say back to pack, if it's you dub, I'm not back in the pack. Oh yeah. Stick, that's the, that's I, the one team from the pack. I when it back. comes to, when it comes to Washington, I stick to the Cougs and only the Cougs Eastern maybe, but no Zags fuck off. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan, especially because the whole thing that happened with like with the basketball too, they won't play us in basketball anymore. That's the big thing, isn't it? That most people are like mad about. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that people are more mad about. And I think yeah, that's mad, so funny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we want to play Gonzaga. It's it's a one of the best teams in in college basketball. Why why would you not want to play them? Like, there's a good chance that we can upset them. Whatever, but I think it's just the fact that they kind of feel like they're too good to play us now. Yeah, and so which they're, I mean, they're not no, wrong. They're, yeah. yeah, they're not wrong, <laughs> but but at the same time, it's like we're and we're an hour and a half away from each other it's a way better what like i'll put air quotes on this way better rivalry than the moscow pullman rivalry with idaho oh that yeah one's just, that was just garbage but um and even the same thing with u-dub we got into the point to where we're like we're we're kind of flipped it where they beat our ass in football we kicked their ass in basketball yeah it's kind of like that so it's just like when we play u-dub and basketball i mean the rivalry's there but it's not as interesting just because UW can't figure out their whole basketball system. So the next best thing is to play Gonzaga, but the fact that they don't want to play us anymore, it's kind of just, it's kind of a fuck you to us. But at the same time, the birds coming right at you guys and shit. I got you guys. I got them winning too. So Gonzaga, like talking, yeah. yeah, I got, I'm talking all this crap, but I chose them to win. Yeah. I mean, they, they've just been the better. They've been the best team all season. I think, like I know for me yesterday, like I'm not really in that big Zag hater camp. Like I could, I could have cared less who won the game, but once the Zags kind of got to the final four, I was like, okay, at this point, I think it'd be kind of cool just to see them like smoke everyone and roll through the tournament. But I'm glad that that we did it. They did at least kind of have that one game that tests them. And I mean, they definitely got tested last night. I mean, I think that that game was pretty incredible. But. Oh yeah, yesterday's game definitely showed flaws in Gonzaga's game that yeah. we have not seen at all. And so, like Baylor had to play the number two Houston team, who is really actually is really good. Yeah. Houston was a really really good team this season, and shit. Apparently, so was UCLA. Um, right. <laughs> but I mean, like you said, we every this is the matchup everybody's wanted. This is the matchup that we got taken away from us at the beginning of the college basketball season because Gonzaga and Baylor were supposed to play at the beginning of the season, but right. something COVID related, obviously canceled that game. And I mean, hell we're getting it now on the biggest stage in college basketball. So this is perfect, but yeah, Gonzaga's going to have to figure it out because dude, Baylor, they put the clamps on Houston yesterday. Yeah. Their, de- their defense is pretty insane. And so I, I mean, Gonzaga's Gonzaga's great all around. They got so many good players on that team, but I feel like if they can stop Timmy, or I don't even know what his first name Timmy, is. Timmy, yeah, his last name's Timmy. Last so name's I Timmy. Know. I don't know. His yeah, name. I mean, I feel like if they can kind of keep him uh, keep him under control, Baylor has a chance. Because I mean, right at the end of the game yesterday with UCLA, he was going off. He was posting up and just driving and everything. So he's been unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's. I think he's had at least like twenty something points in the last four or five games of the tournament. I mean, yeah. he's been he's been a force. But this is, I think, this next championship game is. I think honestly, it's going to be a battle between Jalen Suggs and uh, 
I think it's Davon Mitchell or Davion Mitchell from Baylor. Yeah. The one that looks like the one that Devin looks like Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell that oh, Donovan is the same Mitchell, number yeah. and last name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think it's gonna be a battle between them and I don't think this how good Jalen Suggs does, I don't think it ultimately puts him at the number one spot because I think that's kind of Cade Cunningham's. But I yeah, think no if, he, if he has a great game, it's gonna it's gonna put him at number two. Cause I mean, <clears throat> at least top four, I know it's 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 Cunningham, it's Mobley, it's Jalen Green who's in the G League, and it's Suggs. Yeah. And so this is Suggs' chance to kind of prove to everybody that he is good and um put himself at the number two spot. I don't think I don't I really don't think anyone's gonna take not take Cunningham at the number one. Yeah, see, I kind of disagree. I, I saw some of those those like takes, you know, last night and this morning, the whole like, oh, like this is a perfect example of why you choose college basketball over making 500K in the G League. And it's like Jalen Suggs has been everyone has thought he's been one of the best players in in the upcoming draft class, like the entire season. I don't think that him hitting a buzzer beater in the final four is going to be something that like ups his draft stock. I mean, I think like I think he's probably like a top five pick. And I think it's really going to come down to with this draft class, there's so much talent. I think it's really going to come down to what the order is of the picks and like who needs what, because I mean, if you're a team that doesn't need a big man, then you're then like Mobley is not going to go number one overall. But like, you know, if, or if you're a team that doesn't need a guard and you need a big man, then like, yeah, you're not going to take someone like Suggs, but I mean, I, he's, he was insane. I mean, I think like the buzzer beater was obviously a cool moment, but that, um, that stretch where he had like the defensive recovery and kind of like tip blocked that dunk from the UCLA player goes and gets the ball and then like runs up the court and does like a half court pass to Timmy a bounce pass. And then Timmy gets the dunk. Like that was insane. I mean, he is going to be a really good player at the next level. I'm pretty excited to see that. So who do you got in the, in the championship then? I think I'm going to go, I'll probably roll with Gonzaga. I mean, God, I haven't, I honestly have not watched that much. I haven't watched any college basketball outside of the (laughs) Cougs the entire regular season and then have watched some of the, some of the games, but I feel like Gonzaga has just smoked everyone. And I think, I feel like they've got a couple just Timmy and Suggs, I think. And who's that guy, that like French dude they have is really good too. He had like 25 points last night. Uh, Kispert, the one that looks like he's related to Timmy. Yeah. I mean, he was brothers. He was no, not him. The, um, the other there's, they have some guy that's like, he was talking about how he fancies Suggs after the game. It was really, there's a pretty cool clip of that, but was it anyway? I think so. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. Well, yeah, who knows? But either way, they've they've got some <laughs> they've got some pretty great players. I think I'd probably roll with Gonzaga. Are you picking Baylor? No, I mean I'm gonna go. To be honest with you, I'm gonna go with my tournament pick, which is Gonzaga. Yeah, mainly because of I'm in that in that whole group that we're in. Obviously, Kristeni has some some buddies that obviously wanted to beat us in <laughs> this whole bracket challenge and. Yeah, I don't know where the hell they're placed, but I'm definitely taking this this group challenge. And so I kind of need Gonzaga to win so I can brag to them and kind of rub it in their faces. But I mean, at this point, I, I think really you'll win no matter what, right? In yeah, that group. I, yeah, I think so. But, There's so um, many Gonzaga people yeah. that if Gonzaga loses, as long as 
someone else doesn't have like Baylor, then you're probably fine. But I mean, at this point, I really don't care. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just hope it's a good game. Usually most of the championship games are always close. It's never a kind of like a, it's never oh, really a this, blowout. Yeah. Not nothing like what we get in NBA sometimes where it's like the last game and we get those, we get those boring games where the teams just go up by a lot and it's over by halfway through the fourth. Like most of these college finals are always super close and come down to the very end. And so I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game. And honestly, it, it better be because other than yesterday's game, this, I feel like this, my opinion, this tournament has kind of been pretty boring. No, I'm with you on that. I think I, I feel like the challenge with the March madness is like so much. And I kind of, we had texted about this a couple days ago, but I feel like so much of March madnesses like lure and excitement is based on the bracket. So I think, Oh yeah. After like the first round, ra- the first two rounds are over. Like that opening weekend is always like everyone's so pumped for it. It's super exciting. But then I feel like as it just goes on longer and longer, people kind of lose interest because a lot of the people that are paying attention are paying attention because they're bracket. So once you're like, oh, um, my bracket's busted after the first weekend, then you don't really care anymore. Um, and this year, especially, I feel like they just haven't had, there just hasn't been that like high level of talent that's been like that like comes comes through the tournament like yeah. these guys that make like big names for themselves that just come out of like nowhere right yeah and oh go ahead well they just don't yeah and like i don't think it's necessarily that they don't have you know like the blue blood schools like the the uncs and the dukes and the kentuckys weren't there this year like i don't think that matters as much but it was it was more just that like we didn't really have a lot of those like players that pop. Like, I think that's why Gonzaga has popped so much is because they've got, you know, two guys that have been kind of like really big names in the tournament. I mean, they've been big names all year, but there's oh, yeah. been a lot of other players that have stuck out. Yeah, I get that. And at the same time, there really haven't been that many upsets. Yeah. Like that too. I feel, I feel like, I feel like you get a lot of upsets and you get a lot of teams anywhere from like seven to seven to like seven to 15, seven to 16, that kind of make it through, like make it through like the first two rounds, maybe some even to the third round. And like UCLA was this case, UCLA and like Oregon state were really those teams. Um, shout out to the PAC 12. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like we, there's been tournaments where these random schools just have that one good player that just go crazy. And they're the reason why they're winning these games and moving on. And, it, it kind of boosts their draft stock a little bit. And I mean, some of these, and most of these games this season have just been the top teams just kind of winning and not in like in style, but just like dominating and just winning by double digits and making it look just like a normal game. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the whole year, everyone thought Gonzaga, Baylor, maybe a little bit of Illinois towards the end and like Iowa would be the teams that were there. And Illinois was a surprise early upset, but like Iowa got what two rounds in and then lost. And yeah. And here we have the best two teams that are, I think these two teams are like that much better than everyone else. It's not like it would have been, I think we've got the good matchup that we wanted. Oh yeah. This is, this is the ideal matchup that I'm pretty sure the NCAA wanted. Cause if it was anything else, yeah. <laughs> like we were already making fun of Crescenti about how they weren't getting great ratings on some of these games. Like, right, the last couple they, rounds have been down. Yeah, and he was so high on this is going to be the most watched tournament like ever, whatever, like 
just because we didn't get it last year and shit, I didn't even care that we didn't get it last year, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like this is the best scenario for the NCAA is this matchup. Cause if it would have been anything else, I really don't think that many people would have tuned in. Just think Gonzaga fans probably wouldn't have watched the tournament. No, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think had UCLA upset last night, like that would have been a pretty big disappointment for the NCAA just because like as much as people love the upsets and want to see, you know, the, the Cinderella story go through, I think you just like people still want to see the better matchup at the end of the day. So like, Oh yeah. If UCLA somehow would have squeaked past Gonzaga and then goes and gets like spanked by Baylor, like no one wants to see that. So who knows? All right. So this week in sports was also the uh, it was also opening day in the MLB and being the huge baseball fans that Padilla and I are, uh, we are going to instead of giving you guys some great baseball analysis, since we don't really watch any baseball, we want to give you guys, um, you, know, you know, we're kind of big on the in the ballpark experience. And one of the big things about seeing a game in the ballpark is the walk up song. So me and Padilla have got a couple we've got each got our top three walk-up songs that we would pick if we were uh if we somehow made it to the mlb and we're getting to choose that so padilla what's uh give me one of your walk-up songs that you would choose if you were a baseball player um so one of my three walk-up songs that i would choose uh this one was tough because i'm like trying to think because my hate for baseball is extremely it goes high. deep yeah and so i think if I so I want two of the three that I have are pretty funny. Um, yeah, so what was one, your strategy here? Did you go because I kind of went like I've got one that's like a hip hop, one kind of an alternative, one EDM. Like I try to get some variety for, for my three that I so can so with. mine's mine's kind of similar. Mine was kind of based like a good hip hop song, an alternative, and then probably a song that would just piss off baseball fans because they're so like they're so old school. Yeah, that, little, you, that new little Nas you, X song. Yeah, yeah. If you do anything that's not the way that they want it, fans erupt. And <laughs> so, my first one I'm going with is going to be Bring Them Out by T.I. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. hey. That's just oh, like that's an OG walkout song. Like in high school for basketball, that was the song that we would come out to before we do um, before we start up the game. And so that one's just that one's just a classic. I think that's the one that I would go with if I was like legit into the game and everything. Okay. That's, a, that's, that's always a good. I feel like that's a pretty popular one too. I think I've heard that yeah. at a couple uh, at a couple of ballparks. Yeah. I'll give my, uh, my hip hop one to kind of go with that. I think this is just another, like you hear this one a decent amount at, especially at sporting events, but I've got to go with forever by Drake and, and uh, oh, yeah. Lil Wayne and Eminem and that whole squad. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. Back in the day when these rappers used to just get together and six of them would bust out a track. 
Oh yeah. Those songs were great. Like even the motto too, like the motto would be yeah. great to come out to, or even, even the title of our podcast, zero to one, zero to 100. Yeah. The, Drake's Drake's got a couple like really good bangers that, that I feel like he, he could throw in there for him. So then what's your, I'll go with you next. What's your alternative? Okay. So my podcast alternative song. one, I had to go with just a, a classic, uh, great alternative rock song. I've loved this since I was a kid, but I've got to go with the Anthem by Good Charlotte. Oh, I thought you were going to say the anthem by Pitbull. I was. That's <laughs> my alternative song. Yeah. Could get some Mr. 305 in there. I'd probably go Fireball if I was picking a Pitbull song. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, the anthem by Good Charlotte. Classic. Yeah. Absolutely. Classic. Banger. That one's ultimate. Um, so for my alternative, I'm going with uh, this one is going to be a Hispanic song because guess what? Hispanics are taking over baseball, baby. They've they, been, yeah, they've, they've yeah. been taking it over. Yeah, so I got to keep it going, dude. I'm going to go with the national anthem for Mexico. It's called La Chona. For my Hispanic listeners out there, or even some of you, Americans that have been to Mexican parties like a quince or a, a kid's first birthday. This song's always popping. Um, and it's a classic, man. I'm glad you didn't uh, settle and go with gasolina. I feel like that's a, Ooh, that's a, th- th- I mean, that's a pump up song too. Like anything, any, even anything pitbull, like when yeah. you said the anthem, like instant head, instant thought was just like, Oh crap, I missed a pitbull song. But dude, yeah. Gas- gasoline is a good one. Gasoline is a good one to come out to. Yeah, you hear that a lot. I mean, I it's it, man, and you've got this whole uh, who's the who's the baseball player right now that they don't know Albert Pujols, where they're like, oh, we actually don't know how old this guy is. You oh know, yeah, that's kind of a it's kind of a funny controversy going on in the MLB right now. All right, so we've each got one left. I'll give my so I I know you're not a big uh, EDM fan. I really enjoy a lot of that music. It gets me fucking pumped up. So I've got to get my third song. Uh, this one's just an all-time banger. This is my favorite EDM group, the Chainsmokers. And I've got to go with something just like this. Their, uh, their song they did with Coldplay, Slaps. I'm gonna have to. I don't think I've ever heard that. You probably have. I feel like it. Oh. It was like a. It was very, it, very popular for a while. Is it like one of those songs that's just like everybody listens to for a while? Yeah, it's like one. one it, you know, it was like a top five chart song for a couple of weeks. Like you probably heard it in any club type place you've been at. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, so for my third, um, just to like kind of stir up the pot and draw controversy in baseball, dude. You want? I love like playing music that people can sing to like where people know all the words to it. And that that's what gets you hyped. If you can get the whole crowd singing the song as you're walking up, that's awesome. And this song might not be the best for baseball because 
it's a family sport or whatever, but I'm going to go with uh, Colt 45 by <laughs> Afro Man. Yeah, that would, uh, I, that could definitely see that upsetting some of the older baseball fans in the audience. I wonder if they had even let a player pick that song. I don't think so. Cause I mean, you listen to most of the songs and like some of them are country, like some of there's them a lot are, of country. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are, a lot of them are Drake, like a lot of hip hop songs and yeah. stuff, but yeah, I mean, I've heard a couple, couple like Latin baseball players come out to some Hispanic music. So that's yep. pretty cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure the MLB is super strict. Cause I mean, in the NFL, damn dude, the, the Eagles, when they went to the Super Bowl, they came out to Meek Mill. Right. And yeah. They were going cr- and the fans were going crazy. That, the whole city of Philadelphia goes, I think, pretty nuts whenever oh, that yeah. song comes on. Probably just because it reminds them of like, you know, their one moment of glory. But oh, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully the MLB listens to our podcast and hears this change up the rules to your walk up songs. Let the players pick whatever they want. Yeah. Hey, I mean, the MLB is getting more uh, progressive now. They're moving the they're moving the all-star game out of Atlanta because of the, the voting rights stuff. Uh, so who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe we'll be hearing Colt 45 and two zigzags <laughs> at the baseball stadium someday soon. But we for sure will not be hearing at the Masters because it sounds like they're not pulling out at all. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, tough to <laughs> tough to pull a whole tournament in golf because you can't really move away from the course. But yeah, we'll see. All right, Padilla, this was a big weekend, uh, big weekend for television. I, I was kind of thinking about this because I, I like I spent a lot of the weekend in front of a TV, whether it was sports, movies. But I got to say, I mean, that game was a pretty good, pretty cool sports moment. But one of the highlights of the weekend had to have been Godzilla versus King Kong, the new the new box office hit that's out right now. Oh, yeah, dude, this has been something that. I feel like we've been waiting for since they kind of released the news that the second we a- saw that movie poster of those two of those two titans on the same screen, we're like, oh shit, it's gonna. Oh be, yeah, it's gonna go and down. yeah, and just the hype for this movie was insane. The movie was insane. The memes after the movie are hilarious. Yep. And uh, dude, yeah, it's it, HBO Max is really kind of changing the way that we kind of look at movie theaters. As well, yeah, I mean, so. I know you were kind of a big movie theater guy for a while. Like, did do you think that is that something that you're like really looking forward to going back to, or are you, are you kind of like starting to get settled in maybe what could be the new normal of you know these movies straight to your house? I uh, yeah, like you said, dude, I I was big on movie theaters. Like every movie that every Marvel movie that would come out, I'd buy I'd buy the opening uh, opening day tickets and go watch that. Um, you know, like, like even Chrisenti said before on the pod, um, it's, it's kind of just something to do. Like, I mean, right. I, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just like, yeah, watching it at home is awesome. You obviously, you spend less money because obviously you already have the app. It's free. You can go to the store and go get some snacks or whatever, way cheaper than the movie theater. But I think it's just kind of the whole idea of going to the theater and watching the movie that kind of gets me but as much as i love these movie theaters it's so much less money 
It's so much easier just to watch a movie at home. You like you've said before, you can pause it if you got to go use the bathroom. Yeah. You can pause it if you're making popcorn and it's done. You can pause it if if you want to go step outside for a few minutes and take care yeah. of something while the movie's going on. Yeah, that's that's it's it just makes things so much easier and just so so much more relaxing and you can get five, 10 people into your own place and just have like a movie night with all of your friends instead of going out and everybody spending money on a ticket, money on drinks, money on snacks, like all that kind of stuff. You can just have like a, a potluck and just have everybody show up and just HBO Max, turn on the movie and there you go. Yeah. And I think too, like I was kind of wondering when I, when I was watching Godzilla vs Kong, I was like thinking, am I going to find myself wishing that I was seeing this on like a massive movie theater screen, just because I feel like the action type movies are the ones that you would maybe that people would want that movie theater experience. Because I mean, if you're just watching, you know, like the notebook or something like that, like who cares about it on a big screen? You, you can yeah. be at home and, and watch that. But I feel like these action movies sometimes maybe you'd want that. And with this, I was just like, I, I just never, I didn't feel like that. Like I, Threw the movie on, had my Uber Eats man versus fries. Great spot in Seattle if you haven't tried that for anyone <laughs> listening. Uh, highly recommend the Cali burrito and the carne asada fries. Um, had that in front of me, had a couple beers. It was just like, I mean, you're in the you're on the comfort of your couch. Like it was ideal. I I did not find myself being like, man, I wish I was sitting in a stuffy theater right now with the dude behind me coughing down my neck. And like, I don't know, man. I just and yeah, the cheapness thing too. I mean, it was free because it was on HBO Max. But even if yeah. you were, even like those movies that kind of come straight to Apple movies or something like that, they're they're still only like 20 bucks. Like that's the price of a single ticket nowadays. Oh yeah. And the, yeah, the the way that you, that we've just explained it, like the food, the drinks, the weed in my case. Because um, <laughs> appara- apparently that's what we I was supposed to do to watch this movie. I don't really think it made a difference. No, I don't uh, think so. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just so much more convenient. But yeah, like you said, like an action movie, like I mean, for me, I love going to the movie theaters and watching a movie right when it comes out that I want to see. Because you like you said, it's I mean, it's a bigger screen. The sound is right there, like it's it's loud as hell. Like if you're watching a scary movie, it scares the crap out of you even more. But I mean, if I watch that movie again, when I'm at home, like I, I'd still enjoy it the same way as I was in the movie theater, but I guess it just, it just kind of depends on the person too. I feel like, like for my case, like I'm a big, like you said, I'm a big movie theater guy. I love going to the movies and stuff, but it's getting to that point to where dude, if, if you just own some of these apps and the movies just go straight to the app or straight to like on demand or whatever, for people that have cable, like it makes things so much easier, especially if you have kids Yeah, and they want to watch some, some movie, you don't have to take your, your triplets and your twins or the 10 kids that you have all to the movie theater, pack them in the van, whatever, buy all these snacks for them. And that's like, you can just, yeah, you can just do that stuff at home. And so it definitely, it definitely helps certain people out, but I mean, the movie theater atmosphere is still, I still enjoy it, but the at home atmosphere is starting to make its way up there yeah i'm curious to see what these movie theaters do to like if you're like amc like how how are you going to adjust your business model to like i kind of wonder if these movie theater companies are going to try and 
you know, come out with their own almost like a streaming service where you they might can, have to. I think they're going to have to do something like that. Yeah, because I I just feel like movie theaters were already kind of struggling before the pandemic. And I feel like now, especially more than ever, it's like people have gotten so used to the at home experience that it's like I don't it, as long. I mean, if you have a, a decent TV at home and, you know, a good like sound system and stuff, it's like you can you can feel a pretty similar experience. And you're at the comfort of like a, a great comfy couch you're in your sweats, you got a nice blanket, you're relaxed. Like it's, there's just nothing better than that. So then this gets to my next point. So say, say, a, let's just say space jam two comes out in the next few weeks. We're about to be talking about that too. So say space jam two is coming out. What is your ideal setup for that movie? Like what food are you getting? What drinks are you getting snacks? Like how are you preparing yourself for this in home type theater? I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna do like an Uber Eats meal I think is it would be my go-to for movie watching like I'm not I'm I'm not a huge like popcorn and snacks guy so what I'd probably do it almost it almost would look exactly like my night for Godzilla I waited till you know like 8 30 or so at night to watch the movie held out on dinner got a nice you know a good burrito some carne asada fries couple beers like just like down on the couch. It was great. It was like that for me would be my go-to. I wouldn't, I, if I'm going to divert from the, you know, from like the actual meal itself, like maybe I'm with a group of like six people, I'm going to just try and get as many different types of like apps type of things, you know, some, some taquitos, some Italian gushers, some pizza bagels, anything like that to really get the night. Some Italian gushers. Yeah. Pizza pockets, Italian gushers. Oh, oh! I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, I was so, I was so confused. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's what us Italians call the uh, the pizza rolls, Italian gushers. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, that's that's literally similar to me. Like, that's what you'd go I, with is like more of a meal than like a snack type of thing. So I usually go the route with the snack because I've already, I mean, I've already had my dinner. So you're Once an earlier get, dinner guy, okay? So yeah, like right when I get home from work. Uh, it's like four thirty ish, and so like around five five thirty, I make dinner. So it's never oh anything too big. Yeah, I, I eat, eat dinner like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, I eat a I eat an early dinner. Um, but like, I mean, I'm sure this movie comes out what? If hopefully it doesn't come out on a Wednesday again, because yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, I always like. I mean, it shit. If it comes out earlier, I really don't care. But like, I'm so used to movies coming out like on a Friday. Right. The like, Thursday cause, night, cause, midnight. Cause, yeah. Like, yeah. like a movie theater type deal, like right. comes out at midnight, whatever. So that's kind of what I'm used to, but yeah, I mean, it depends. I'm the same route, dude. If I, if I have friends over, we're getting some wings, we're getting apps, wings, dude, yeah. probably some beers, uh, probably a little bit of, a little bit of weed, you know, <laughs> depends, depends on them. Depends on the movie. And yeah, I'm doing it the same way. If I'm just doing it by myself, I'm probably just doing snacks, just like a few, like yeah, probably probably like a little bag of chips, probably some candy, and and yeah, and probably rip some J's before. Yeah, so I think it depends starts. on who if you're with people. Like if it's if it's yeah. just like me watching the movie, I'll probably go like a meal meal. If it's a if it's a squad, then you got to get a good variety of snacks in there. Yeah. But Padilla, uh, exp- like movie theater experience or at home experience, you know whatever your choice may be. How pumped are you for Space Jam Two? So 
I mean, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on Space Jam two because, to be honest, that trailer, that trailer was was good. The trailer I mean, was I, good. I was pretty yeah. hyped after seeing that. I was like, oh wow, this. Uh... It's, but I mean, I mean, it's still the same thing. LeBron's acting isn't great, but the thing is with this <laughs> movie, I don't think it needs to be, because no, we're with these with movies now. They're so into like. I'm going to have to throw Marvel in there, but they're so into these like multiverse universe type deals now. The effects. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like with, um, yeah. Like with Marvel going like in, um, end game, going back in time, traveling to virtual worlds, whatever the, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse ready player one. Like it's all these different movies that just got characters and scenes from other movies into theirs. And so like this, this whole Space Jam trailer was like, it seemed, it seemed the same as what Space Jam was going to be like, like the first Space Jam, like it's got the same, same kind of, uh, kind of plot to it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Similar story. You're yeah. having to play a game against, but you know, the monsters yeah, type of thing. But the fact that, uh, now they got, I saw like, I saw the mystery, mystery van or mystery mobile from Scooby-Doo making its way to the game. I saw the Iron Giant. I saw King Kong. Like, they got a bunch of random characters, like characters that everybody knows inside this movie. Like, they obviously, they don't have a, that big of a role. Yeah. But the fact that they're incorporating all these different things into this movie, I think that's what's going to make it super good. And the thing is, too, this movie, like Spade, the original Space Jam was meant for the kids. It yeah. was meant for, like, a younger crowd. This one... Now movies today are meant for like everyone. There's no, obviously like the animated movies and stuff like that are, some of them are meant for kids, but like a lot of the animated movies now are meant for like all ages. And so this one is what it feels like. And I mean, I know damn well a LeBron fan. That's a grown ass man. They're watching this movie. I think so, that, yeah, this one's going to be more of like the nostalgia type thing too. Like as much as it's kind of like, a kid's movie i feel like they're definitely they know their audience for this is going to be a lot of people that watched space jam when they were kids and now are like excited for the second one and that, yeah and even for us and even for us like our age like looney tunes was our age yeah so like any and like all these things i just named king kong iron giant like there was there was like some dc superheroes in their cartoon network these are all things that we grew up watching so it's like it's a little bit nostalgic for us in a way because it just feels like everything's coming. Everything from our childhood is coming into one, which sadly involves LeBron James <laughs> because he was part of our childhood. Um, but dude, yeah. I mean, the effects in that movie look amazing. Dude, like, the, it, the other players look really cool too. Like you've got, you know, Anthony Davis is like the giant bird. You got Dame Lillard is the, robot dude clay thompson is just this like man I, on fire like i think clay's is the only one that like makes sense because yeah. i don't really like, yeah i'm curious what the whole dame thing is like why maybe like it has to do with like dame time like he's like a machine like a maybe watch, like a clock or yeah one, i don't know like why is why is anthony davis a bird i think it's because like the you know like his wingspan like he's like oh okay, you know, some, okay. I'm, I'm assuming that i guess apparently lebron has been referring to ad as big bird for the last like year and <laughs> and no one knew why and now everyone's like oh that makes more sense he's like because then there was two other characters there was a, like a spider 
Yeah. And then there was like a snake. I think Diana Taurasi is is like a the, spider I think she's a, scorpion uh, type of thing. Yeah. Like and then what? who's then Steph is one of the other ones, right? No, I don't think he's There's, in it. Oh, who's then who's the other one? I think it's it's Dame AD, Diana Taurasi, Clay. Clay. And I'm not sure. I wonder who the fifth is. I, yeah, I, I wonder it. if it's another girl because I think the spider and the snake or whatever kind of looked like girl characters. Maybe it is another girl. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, dude. And I love the fact that they put Dame. Dame's character is in purple and gold. I know. <laughs> I definitely like, saw Lakers Twitter was like, they, they definitely noticed that. Like Portland fans are going to boycott this movie 100% just by seeing just the color, just the color scheme that Dame's character is. Yeah, they uh, Blazers fans aren't gonna be happy about that one. Maybe Dame time is almost up. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> They're gonna come for us. Yeah, I'm pumped <laughs> for it though. I, I I'm a LeBron James acting is bad, but he like I I can't believe that you didn't like train wreck. That is, I thought that movie was hilarious. <laughs> I not really because of LeBron. I mean, he was he had a couple funny like you know one liner type of things, but that I thought the rest of it. I'm not a big there, Amy Schumer yeah. fan either, but. There was like, I mean, there were scenes that were funny, but like overall, I was just like, I think it was like a movie that probably was just trying way too hard to be funny. And I mean, that was humor. Yeah. Right. And so I was just kind of like, what's, what's the dude's name? That, that character. The one Uh, that was like, like, what's the character's name in the movie? No. What's the actor? actor. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader, I think. Yeah, name? see, like yeah. he like he was pretty good in there just because he's like so he just was so awkward. Yeah. Which made him like perfect for that for that actual role. But like I'm just so used to him being like one of the background actors and just being in the back and like having some funny lines here and there. I've never actually seen a movie where he's like the main character until that one. Dude, so and was John like, Cena was had a couple of great cameos in there. <laughs> John Cena plays the da- same damn character in a good amount of movies like that. Like but super- he was, dude, he was so funny in those, like the, in that movie, his like super cringy sex scenes with her are just like, they're hilarious. <laughs> that, that was a pretty star studded cast. I mean, I think, um, was it like Brie Larson was Amy Schumer's sister. Yeah. I think like they had a couple, like, I'm pretty sure the Harry Potter guy was in there. Like there was some, some very uh, random. Amy, Amy Schumer's dad too was in there. He's, uh, like the character that played her dad, um, uh fuck, i forget his name but he's like he's he's super old and he's like well known um he was the one that was in he's uh, in grown-ups yeah sure he's yeah. in grown-ups he's in um i think the grudge match with sylvester stallone uh i forget well, i forget what his actual name is but he's he's pretty funny he's like colin quinn dude. is that his name i just looked it up colin quinn yeah, yeah he's he's pretty funny he's got all of his like movie roles are just him Oh, he's in he's in Dirty Grandpa too. Yeah, that's right. Dirty, yeah, Dirty Grandpa with Zac Efron. Um, but yeah, it was it had a lot of people in there, dude. But, and uh, LeBron being stingy was just so great. How he's like trying to split the bill perfectly <laughs> down the middle and be like, "You got a drink and I didn't, so you owe me whatnot." It, it's I thought that was funny. I, I mean, I'm sure he's not like that at all. But yeah, no, he, no, oh, shit. He, yeah. he probably could be too. Maybe, maybe he could be like uh, Scotty Pippen. They used to call him No Tippin' Pippen because he was a really stingy guy. <laughs> Speaking of that, there was one that came out today about Tyreek Hill not tipping. 
a waiter or whatever. I don't know what it is about restaurants just putting just um, putting these athletes on blast. On blast, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it gets good for them. These guys are rich, especially if they if they know it's an athlete. You got to at least give yeah. at least give them, you know, 15%. So. But uh but back to the movie topics. Uh what were your overall thoughts of Godzilla vs King Kong? I thought it was really good. I mean, I think that's one of the of all the more recent, you know, like Kong, Skull Island, the Godzilla movies. I I think that's uh, this new one I enjoyed the most. I actually was, you know, pleasantly surprised at I thought the whole like hollow earth plot line was kind of cool without giving away spoilers or anything like that. Um, like, the I mean, whole... if you haven't, if you haven't watched it yet, that's your own fault. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> and like the end, I feel like the end was, was a cool like way to, to kind of close the movie out. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, dude. I mean, I did, I did not expect again, spoiler, uh, the mega Godzilla to be in this at all. I was yeah, just me thinking... neither. I was expecting because obviously Godzilla has the Billy Bobby Brown character as like the one person she kind of like listens to or and then Kong had a little girl that he and then yeah and so I overall was just like oh they're gonna meet up and then the two little girls are gonna stop them from fighting and they're gonna go their separate ways I did not think of a hollow world or yeah a hollow world for King Kong I did not think of Mega Godzilla coming into this all this stuff um i did love those two the characters that were with millie bobby brown the, the like conspiracy theorist podcaster that's like oh trying yeah. to leak all this stuff and then her like you know nerdy her little, little friend, friend. Yeah. yeah i thought like those those guys were kind of those were like some good comedy moments throughout the movie dude yeah that was crazy and the thing too was like it would the movie got super serious at some points like i legit felt bad and was pissed off when kong was like all chained up on the boat and everything yeah. like just watching him sit there and like he and then he's talking like what like i was high shit for this movie because that's <laughs> what they told me to do and so i lost it when this when when kong was signing to the little girl like i was freaking out like which i shouldn't have been freaking out because again he's an he's an, a bigger ape and yeah monkeys that's how monkeys can do that yeah, yeah they're basically humans and so I saw him talking to the little girl. I said, oh, it's game over. Godzilla is not winning this. I was just waiting for him to get his axe. And yeah, I was going to say, when he got his like super-powered axe, that's when you're like, oh, shit, he's got, he's got a chance against Godzilla. Dude, yeah, like when, and just when he like set it, on, set it down on the ground where it was like supposed to go and everything lit up, I was expecting like his people to come, like, like I didn't, I was like thinking like, okay, they aren't extinct. They're somewhere down there, whatever. And that's probably for the next movie, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But dude, that, that movie was, was awesome. Dude, he needed like a, he needed a, a sheath or something for his ax. Cause he kept losing that thing in the middle of the battles. And then he'd like yeah. see it all of a sudden and be like, okay, I'm back in it now. I found my ax. It's like, God, just hold I was, on to that thing, Kong. <laughs> i mean i was glad that was a thing because i was just like i saw he had that axe i was just like please do not let him have the ability like thor to just be able to stick out his hand and just that thing return and catch right the axe yeah, <laughs> yeah that I was just been. like please do not let that happen but dude yeah overall that movie that movie was awesome i was i was super pumped it's been the best one so far that hbo max has released and i mean it just just 
it, I don't know what it is, but dude, movie theaters be afraid. Cause man, as also one other thing too, as, as someone that works in commercial real estate and resident of a high rise building in Seattle, man, the destruction of that city was just every, <laughs> every time a building went down, I was thinking like, Oh God, that's like hundreds of millions of dollars right there. Just being reduced to rubble. And you, you feel bad for Tokyo. Oh, dude. Yeah. They're, uh, they've been getting this, they've been getting the work for hundreds of years now. Godzilla has just been destroying them. And the cities are always, the one thing with these movies is the cities are always rebuilt so quick. Like (laughs) there's, there's no way that you're just rebuilding, you know, a hundred skyscrapers in a matter of, I think it was like a three-year timeline in the movie from when they like last saw Godzilla. And like, it's one of those like CNN clips. The beginning was like, it's been three years since Godzilla surfaced. And then he comes back up again. It's like, there's no way you rebuilt all that stuff that fast. The thing, dude, the thing is too, with Godzilla, that man is always needing help. <laughs> like, he's like, MJ. I mean, I almost said LeBron, <laughs> but, but that's for another time. But I mean, like in Godzilla, the uh, land of the monsters or whatever, uh, that three headed dragon was yeah. kicking his ass until Mothra showed up and kind of saved him. And then the same thing, dude. Mega Godzilla was taking him out until Kong came up and just ripped his damn head off. It was, it was, it was, it was eye opening because I was just like, oh shit, Godzilla, Godzilla's just gonna take him out real quick. It was cool seeing the duos. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the Kong versus Godzilla sequel, where it's like, who else is coming next? There's got to be more in that, uh, that Hollow Earth world, I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's got to be a lot. I mean. He didn't he almost get attacked by one of the yeah, dude. Right when he got down there, he got attacked by three of these like birds. Yeah, he, he just like, took he them the out. out of them. But yeah, there's there's but, you gotta think oh, yeah. something else down there that you yeah, know. you gotta be able to do a lot more down there. I guess we'll find out soon. All right, everyone, thanks for joining us this week on the pod. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we had, uh, as much as we enjoyed making it. Padilla, any parting uh, Easter words for, for the listeners out there? Um, nope, just happy Easter. I apologize for the cursing on the Lord's Day. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we will We'll just wait to see what you guys got to say. Gonzaga fans. Come at, come at me at full force. I don't care. Portland already hates smoke. me. You guys, yeah, just bring it on. I'm but he wants the smoke from Gonzaga basically every fan base in the Pacific Northwest. He's got the Gonzaga fans hating him, Portland fans hating him. I'm sure the Hawks fans hate him too. So, oh yeah, I mean, I think I'm just, I kind of, I kind of feel like I'm the LeBron of podcasts, just hate it. Yeah, and not deservingly so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, enjoy the national championship, and we'll talk to you next week. Later.